I'm Ryan Walters, that other podcast host that you hate the most, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Thanks, Walters. This is, in fact, the Hidden Oaks. No- oh, my God. Should we just start the whole thing over? It's, uh, it's what is it? Hidden Oaks yeah. Podcast. Thanks, Josh. It's, uh, yeah, it's December 7th, 2021, 5 p.m. on a Tuesday. I feel like it's lighter outside uh, right now this week than it was last week when we started, Josh. I don't know if that's just me. Maybe some sort of QAnon cult in uh, Montana has finally uh, got the right laser beam to hold the sun in place, so it's a little bit lighter than it should be, but I don't know. It feels like it's going to be a good Tuesday pod, Josh. I'm excited. The playoffs are getting close, but before we get into the show, we got to let Walters either rock us in or happy us in, Josh. You're not feeling happy, so maybe let's see if we can counter that with some happy music, huh? All right. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. (laughs) Not after last time. (laughs) Not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. Thanks, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I'm one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to them folks out there. Hi, folk. Whoa, Craig is a folk, too, as far as I'm concerned. Craig's a bear. If you'd like to chat football or anything else with us, you can join our Discord. We're going to be in there 24-7 chatting about stuff. Anchor.fm slash hoodpod is where you can leave us voicemails. And hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com is where you can drop us a nice little electronic mail if you're interested. You can find out more about us and our league of record at hiddenoaksoverdose.com. The segment start times are down in the description below per use. And we'd like to thank at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram for all the beautiful art he has provided for us. Josh, how we doing? We doing. We doing. How you do? I mean, I'm doing pretty good. We got, uh, uh, I know playoffs for most uh, most fantasy leagues are starting next week. Uh, in the champs branch out, uh, they're actually starting this week. We're starting week 14 playoffs. So my team's not looking too hot. I rode Derrick Henry pretty hard, but um, I don't think I'm going to win the championship in that. So that's unfortunate. But other than that, I played a lot of Animal Crossing over the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit addicted, but um, you know, there's only so much a person like me can do in that game. So I'm sure I'll burn out another week or two here. And uh, I'm, I, Josh, this is a project I've been waiting to do for a long time. It's a project most people would rather blow their brains out than doing. But pretty much, uh, I had an old iPod Touch. I bought it in probably middle school, high school, whenever Gen 2 iPod Touches came out. And that was, I just had that plugged in into my car, and I had that on shuffle. That was pretty much my private music if I wasn't listening to, like, talk radio or something. And uh, I hadn't updated it since, like, 2015. Just over the weekend, I, I grabbed that... Uh, that iPod out of my car and I sat there and I scrolled through all my iPod songs and I searched them up in Spotify and I liked all the music in Spotify so now I've essentially transferred all my music from my iPod touch to Spotify and I'm a a modern man Josh I can now listen to new music and I can add music and it's incredible does that sound exciting to you hang on let me wake up a second that was so boring it put me to sleep you're just welcome. the thought of even doing that it's right. just like ugh. it was long overdue but, see if you were to if you if i would have done it slowly over time it would have been no big deal but since i let it go for like six years that's kind of what you got to do to catch back up yeah i've been uh 
I've been trying to power up my old Zune for the past few <laughs> years and haven't had any luck with that. But I know where it is. I it's still own it, but, you know, hard, kind of hard to go into a Best Buy and go, hey, do you guys have chargers for a Zune from 2008? <laughs> Oh boy, a fucking Zoom. Uh, well, I hey, talked way ahead of their time. Right, I talked about my chit chat, Josh. It looks like you had your own little chit chat comment there. Why don't you talk? Why don't you talk us yeah. more about no, that, I mean, please? You tied it in pretty well. You mentioned you know fantasy playoffs coming up, and you know I just want to remind people, everybody involved, people in the playoffs, people not in the playoffs, isn't the real fantasy football the friends we made along the way? Think about it, Gar. I mean, do you want that to be a fantasy, or do you want that to be a reality? I don't know if that I'd want that to be my fantasy. I think I'd want real well, friends. I've I've met some of the people in my leagues, and let's just say fantasy is a good, you know, kind of first step. We'll take the steps afterwards if we if we feel so brave. Maybe but, only uh, some of those people could exist in a fantasy. Like they're, Bradley and Jesse are in no way real characters, right? Like we're in a simulation. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That That's the uh, random generated character that you get in, like, uh, Fallout or something if you click on randomize. Sure. Skyrim, gotcha. yep. That's what they are. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, just another note that I didn't put in the chat because I wanted your, uh, you know, your gut reaction, but... Uh, you fucking hurt us. Jesse joined I the go ch- back to work on Thursday. <laughs> oh, no! Josh, oh, oh no! I, I mean, you certainly haven't been living in freedom, and I know my my boss and my boss at my job has six kids, um, and so he much prefers to be in the office. He's he's you know he's upset if he has to go home and take care of kids or whatever. Um, so you haven't been free having an infant child, but I gotta imagine there's some mixed feelings here having to you know work even if it's just from the basement. Yeah. I'm I'm not necessarily looking forward to it too much because you know people have been taking care of my caseload for this long, and it's just like there. I'm literally I'm at risk of them realizing he doesn't do a whole lot. There's not a whole lot to this. We could do this without him. And so I just I feel like I need to go back and kind of set something up on Thursday that makes me irreplaceable, like a Trojan virus or something in the system or whatever. <laughs> but uh, something that makes it so they can't get rid of me. But so I'm I'm you know I'm going back. I'm gonna go do the whole uh, nine to five or in my case seven thirty to three thirty three forty five. Um, starting on thursday um probably gonna start sleeping now sleep through the day tomorrow just so i'm well rested but that's that's all the chit chat i got which is why you know if i'm a little bit down it's definitely nothing to do with fantasy football never ever fantasy football related because real life is much more can we restart the season gar can i just go back and draft again no, unfortunately, you're st- you're stuck with the consequences of your own actions. But uh, we could sit here and talk nonsense for a while, Josh. We're usually we're about two minutes over what we usually do. Should we probably keep her flying? I will shout out Jesse though. Literally, the like probably seconds after we stopped trash talking him, he joined. So he must have heard us in the ether. Oh shit, they're talking about me. I got to get in there. So shout out to Jesse. Um, but we'll move into the fan tasty zone, Josh. And it's uh, it's about seven fifteen is that segment start time we're writing down here. We're already seven minutes and fifteen seconds in. Um, Skybusters. They're always bringing us the Fantasy Zone, Josh. He sent me a fat, fat, dummy thick check uh, in the summer, and he's like, "Hey, I want to sponsor the Fantasy Zone this year." And it's like, "You fucking got it, pal." So uh, we got know. Sh- okay. Does Does Brian know that he can rip out the one check? He doesn't have to send the entire <laughs> book when he writes you one. That's. Uh, I assume that's why I was so fat. He's old school, Josh. He's fucking old school. Okay, I'm surprised it wasn't on a stone tablet. Um, but Josh, you snacking or drinking over there? I was. I snacked a little bit. Got down here at around four and finished my trail mix. I had a white claw and I have another black cherry 
White Claw. What you just heard there was Arnie. And I've also got some like cherry strudel candies. They're from the Monaco Baking Company. Uh, I got uh, I got some treats from uh, an anonymous person on the internet, which is always the safest treats to get from people you don't know. But shout out to them. I'm going to try these little cherry strudel things throughout the pod. Uh, we do not have a Brian. Hopefully you don't email. get a razor blade flavored one. <laughs> I don't know, Josh. I could use some more iron in my diet, probably. But no Brian email. I can delete that note. Uh, Josh. We had a couple quick uh, gridiron gossip discussions. Again, it seems like the the discussion part of the gridiron gossip has dropped off. I mean, we're we're part to blame for that. We're not we haven't kept the people interested. So now when we post, they're like, oh, these fucks again. So partly on us. But we talked about the just kind of the modern era expectations and basically how Tom Brady and Billy B have ruined it for every other fan base. And we talked about whatever the fuck Walters was talking about. I think the the chemistry between Cousins and Jefferson and whether Jefferson's like you know giving himself some blame to make Kirk feel better if Jefferson's just upset because you know most wide receivers you know they're playmakers they're primetime players they want the ball so whatever Walters was talking about there from PA but um any any thoughts uh, from you on either of those topics there well yeah I agree that the uh, Tom Brady ruined football uh maybe for a different reason no I'm just uh, I think that it is definitely the Brady Belichick effect um you know could would one have been successful without the other that sort of thing as well um but the fact that they were together kind of you know it's it was six infinity stones on one roster essentially and so um they had that success and now that's kind of like the baseline is you're you're a trash quarterback if you don't have what is he at 12 i think is is it seven or eight rings i honestly don't know okay yeah probably yeah so um you're trash if you don't have that and so you know that's where rogers gets the whole oh he only has one ring and you know Favre only had one and um a lot of a lot of quarterbacks only have one. Dan Marino is still considered one of the best. He has none, um, and so it's just yeah, the Brady effect is kind of ruining modern day football. But at the same time, it's making it a little bit more interesting and a little bit more competitive, um, and so that, that's fun, I guess. Yeah, and I don't I don't personally have any thoughts on what Walters was talking about, so I don't want to diminish you, Walters. But I guess I didn't have any. Um, personal thoughts on that, you know, the chemistry between the two. Obviously, things are just not going well for the Vikings in general, and Kirk's a bit of an oddball, and I'm sure Jefferson just wants to win and get catches and boost his stats and all this and that. So it's the way she goes. I, respond, I responded to Walters shortly after he sent the message, and you'd think, you know, in the gridiron gossip, there'd be some conversation, but Audio Al was kind enough to respond today at 2 o'clock. But, well, we don't need to uh, shame yeah. our fans. I don't respond to every yeah. message either. But, no, I'd, I'd said that because – I, without going, I, I mean, I read like every other word that Walters typed because that's a essay and a half. Sure. Um, but uh, it, most whiteouts, or not most, but most number one whiteouts on teams have that freedom to freelance routes um, as long as it's within like a certain restriction. Because I think one of the plays that Adams had against the Vikings was a freelance route um, where it was an out and up instead of just an out. And so it's just being on the same page as a quarterback and um they must not have downloaded kirk's new programming into justin jefferson's playbook um because he is not it, it seemed like they were not on the same page in a few plays which is why jefferson took the blame gotcha all right well, let's uh let's talk about your massive polls josh we didn't really advertise it so we haven't got a lot of votes left but i think this is a vote we should keep and we'll advertise it again uh when we remind people about the show uh whenever it is thursday friday whenever we do it um but yeah talk about your massive poll 
Yeah, I wanted to know what people thought that next year's podcast play along would should be. Um, it looks like we had three votes, but we actually only had one person vote, and it was the one person who could not participate in the fan duel um, because. <laughs> Putin does not allow it. So Eric's was our that. only That's response. Hilarious. But uh, um, the four options that I put up were uh, FanDuel, which we could have. It's supposedly up to 100 people, but Gar has informed me it might only be 20. But we'll 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 keep with this, this topic or the segment as Faye and Tyce Zone brought to you by Skybusters. And we're going to bust right through that sky that they set us of 20 and hit that 100 if we need to. Um, the locks upsets we've done in the past, um, we could do that again. That's kind of an unlimited number. Uh, guillotine, we'd need 17 or 18. I'd, um, and, and that would be required. So we'd need to have that many people interested. And then the last option was yes, meaning we'll just discuss it at a later time. Yeah. I mean, we were going to do something, something different this year, but, uh, I just didn't want to do too much, too many new things to too many people, but it worked out in the end doing fan duel again. So we can talk about it more, but that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if any more people vote and see what they actually think versus Eric's just feeling excluded. But, um, sleeper squads, we don't need to talk about that. Cause I want to, I do want to get, uh, keep us moving here, but I am the best. I've won like fucking eight bets in there. Uh, JWoww was one, the only, I think multi-leg one though. So, or maybe T did a, a basketball one, but basketball is not even real. So shout out to the sleeper squads i think i'll probably just delete the channel in discord if people want to talk about the sleeper squads we can do it in the general chat so uh, if you want to join us and do some sports betting um there's a link in there and i can send it to you personally if you need it but thank you skybusters for bringing us that fantasy zone let's talk about gar's grinder very briefly this week uh just as kind of an f you to mika just because it's funny and eric's will chuckle and i'm sure mika will chuckle while he's underground somewhere uh, Gar's grinder this week is TJ Watt for uh, giving the Ravens absolutely no hope on that two-point conversion to win the game. For anyone who's unfamiliar, the Ravens uh, scored a touchdown late to potentially tie it up, or they went, they decided to go for two to win. TJ Watt said, nah, fuck you, absolutely destroyed whoever the right tackle is, got in Lamar's face, Lamar threw a bad pass, Mark Andrews did not catch Lamar's bad pass, and then uh, the Ravens lost instead of tying it up and going to overtime. So TJ Watt is this week's Gar's grinder. Josh, the podcast play along. Let's move right into it. The fans love it. The fans love playing it. There's $200 in total on the line. Things got what? spicy this week. Would you say? Yeah, I would say Lolo actually loves football. How much does she love it, Josh? Uh, she loves it enough to put up 182.3 points. Um, that's 20 points more than the next highest score of the week, which was Carid 21. That's Derek, for those of you who don't know words backwards. Um, 162.04. And then Happy Camper with 157.28. A lot of big scores this week. Yeah, shout out to, we got two women in the top three. We got Lolo, who's been kind of dominant at this point, um, you know, and then Elena, who's been up uh, up in the top as well. So, you know, hashtag girl power, feminism, whatever else. A shout out to the women out there who are succeeding. The standings, Josh. We were talking about it getting spicy. Lolo loves football. Has finally passed Big Cushy Man, as you call him, but AKA David Cushing. He was at the top since like week seven. I think he locked it in his 742. Lolo loves football. Is now in first place with 747 and a half. Carid is in second place. Derek, other uh, AKA, is uh, in second place with 742.7. So you know he beat uh, he beat out Derek or he beat out uh, David by point. Two two, um, if my math is correct, and I think it is. So David moves from first to third in one week. There's still five contests left, but um, just last week we were talking about is it possible that uh, David could be beaten? And now he has not only dropped one spot but two. So I, I don't know if uh, since it took David so long to get beaten, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to touch Larissa at this point. But that shit's intense. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that, I mean, that was a huge game. And, you know, like I said, we had a great week for everybody. I think we only had one team that didn't score over 100. And usually we have a handful of them um, or one team of the two ones that entered. Um, but we had, oh, great. No, I'm not even on the right week. It's, oh, man. Um, because I think you were in fourth and you had 137, which was still a high score. I was in eighth with 127, so a 10 point difference there, but four spots. And then, you know, um, we had, yeah, Jack had an 86, but he took some big swings on players. And, um, Rashad Bateman, who got zero, um, Jamal Williams, who we said would be a stud, um, ended up handing the reins over to Jared Goff to let Jared Goff live out his uh, first round pick, first overall days. Um, and then a few injuries on his roster, but um, yeah, overall, I'm very happy that you know everybody must be listening because they're doing so good. So oh, I will um, note that you and I did better. Back. I will note you and I did better than Brian. So suck it, Brian. And he did not have any of our players in his lineup. So what does that tell you about Brian? But yeah, so David was up top. We don't need to go through the last top three. Cody got knocked out of the top three, but then Derek actually you know jumped up because he's got that 196 in there that I've been talking about all year. So Josh talked about Jamal Williams. He was not much of a stud. Jalen Waddle, I think, is maybe the closest to a stud we've gotten, or at least in a long time. He was two times his value with 13.5 points. Still not overly studly, but that's the way she goes. Jameson Crowder did nothing for Josh. Josh, do you have anyone this week? You don't have it typed up. But maybe you're just sitting there on your phone at the moment, just going to you know throw a dart. All right, I'm going to throw a dart, and I guess I don't even see... Oh, yeah, that's because they're on a bye, so that's not going to be a good dart. Um, I'm going to go with Tony Pollard. Okay. Currently 61 Hunge at Washington. I, or wait, is that someone you had? No. Nope, okay. Um, so, yeah, Tony, Tony Pollard, uh, 61 Hunge on, um, on the old... Uh, and they're playing at Washington. He's a running back, Brian. Um, I believe that they had a um, bye. No, they did not, but they played New Orleans. Zeke's a little banged up, um, and so I think that he's going to do solid. Yeah, it's half-point PPR, so she should be able to rack up some points there. Uh, this week, I'm calling T. Higgins a stud. T. Higgins, Brian, is a wide receiver for Cincinnati. He, they're playing the San Francisco 49ers this week, who just lost to Seattle some embarrassing uh, way. T. Higgins has put up back-to-back 20-point performances for only 68 hunch. I think that's pretty good. T. Higgins has been someone I've been high on. I believe Tyler Boyd is banged up or has been banged up periodically. So T. Higgins is for sure the number two in Cincinnati. I think there's no question about it. So as long as Joe Batto, as Josh likes to call, him uh you know can throw the ball t higgins will be catching it so i said it once <laughs> well but you did say it josh people don't forget uh but i'm calling t higgins a stud this week so brian sign him up t higgins and tony pollard on your roster and maybe you'll do as good as us josh who's your joker this week um my joker i kept it as me but um in addition to me um, I always feel like I'm going up against the Vikings, but they did just lose to the 0-10-1 Lions, and it's not necessarily the Vikings as a whole because they didn't make that comeback. They had some good t- things, but I'm going to go ahead and go with that final play call. Coming out of a timeout, is, is the first five yards of the end zone like toxic? Because nobody was in that coverage, um, and so it, I don't know if Zimmer or the defense just decided to call big that they were going to try and sneak behind the defense. Um, but that eight-yard, ten-yard curl route for the touchdown really, um, really made that defense look like they were in just a mess of um, coverage. All right. Well, this week's jokers are uh, the Vikings uh, secondary. It sounds like on the last play of the game, uh, mostly Mike, mostly the execution because coming out of a timeout, you'd think that they would have discussed, okay, don't let anyone score. It's it would be the last play of the game, 
Um, but I, I think Zimmer just said, you know, go out there, have fun, guys. Check out some cotton candy, that sort of thing. Sure, that's definitely a possibility, Josh. Who's who's going to be able to tell you otherwise? No one. Uh, but we'll move exactly. on. We got a bigger Hidden Oaks highlight, so I've been trying to you know keep us on track here. And uh, so this is the Hidden Oaks highlights. Welcome in, Josh. You won the side bet last week. It was the Lucky Sevens. Um, it was the team with the most number of sevens in their player scores or their team score, decimals included. Josh, you had six fucking sevens uh, in your scores. You had double the next person um, who had three. Derek had three sevens in his scores. You had six. This one wasn't even close at one i was looking at it sunday night and i was like oh god what if there's a tie because there's a couple of us with three i think and then i looked one person at a seven on their bench it's like we'll have to do sevens on the bench if there's a tiebreaker but you absolutely demolished it after monday night six sevens yeah i looked at one point and i saw that i had 77.7 points Dion, i had uh darnell mooney was 7.7 and um stevenson for the pats ramondre he had 7.7 i was like huh Okay. Stop the count. Yeah. But then he ended up getting like one more yard and ruined everything. Sure. Well, so Josh got himself $5. Josh, the 12th person to win a side bet uh, this year specifically. Um, everyone has won a side bet this year, but Jesse and I, and uh, I got a real bad feeling Jesse might win this last one, and uh, I'll just, uh, I might just end it all. But uh, we have uh, the blowout this week from the Hidden Oaks League, sponsored by Asher. Shout out to Asher's blowout. This was Go Joe Burrow over me, the Alan Parsons Project, 158.2 to uh, my 94.05. Eric beat me by by 64.15 points it was a must win for eric he's on the playoff bubble and he absolutely demolished me i mean it doesn't help that um you know dalvin cook was out for me uh debo samuel was out for me i think i had at least one other crucial out so not much you know not a lot i could do uh you know jo- yeah, i would jo- say that uh, your monday night game with josh allen and dawson knox were two outs because that weather Woofta. Yeah, it was pretty much a disqualifier, no question. But uh, so I got blown out by Eric. Uh, I I still should be, I should be in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure I'm locked in, uh, at least in a spot. I don't know what spot it'll be. You but, are. But Eric, uh, Eric, way to win when uh, you know in crunch time. The nail biter was actually DK Racing over Catch Twenty Two, uh, which is Jesse over Hammer One Forty Four Point Five to One Forty One Point Two Five. So that's only a three and a quarter point difference. So it was actually pretty close. Hammer had I think either the second or third highest point uh, score of the week. I don't, I didn't check exactly what place he's in, but Hammer had one of the highest scores and still lost. And he's still in last place. And Hammer stinks. And he's destined to be in last. So just the way she goes, I guess. But uh, yeah. Jeremy, I will. I mean, Jeremy's only here because he's thirteen and zero, and we're going into the playoffs. And uh, I mean, not this week, but you know, two weeks from now. But I'm sure Jeremy's only here so he can hear us uh, stroke him for just a second. But how he's thirteen and zero, it looks like he was going to lose to Brian, and then he beat Brian by like you know one hundred seven to one hundred, whatever it is. So fuck you, Jeremy. I don't know how you're thirteen and zero, but I'm sure you're getting joy inside uh, from me hating you being thirteen and zero. This man has gone thirteen undefeated fantasy weeks, Josh. That's near impossible in my mind and yet he's done it um so yeah go ahead and go with your highs and lows but i'm sure if we didn't mention jeremy at some point he was gonna come for us so he might not get that uh he might not get that top points four though so that's something that you could hold on to um but yeah moving on to the highs and lows starting with the lows per use we've got as mentioned already um we've got josh allen with only 13 points um in that terrible monday night game um for the running backs you had james robinson and boston scott with zero and 2.5 uh two wide receivers with zero 
um, Sterling Shepard, um, who didn't play, so I don't know what you were thinking there, Garrett, that was 15-D chess, apparently, but, um, and then Rashad Bateman was zero. Um, Hunter Henry put up zero, um, once again, another victim of the Monday night game. Christian Kirk was in the flex with 1.4, that's a player on Brian's team. The defense put up one, that was a player on Brian's team, and then the kicker in the Monday night debacle, um, was Bass, who was on Brian's team, and he put up three. Having that roster would have gotten you a solid 21.05. Um, Moving on to the highs, uh, we've got Brady putting up 32.3, David Montgomery um, putting up 28.1, Javante Williams with 29.8, Deontay Johnson with 30.5 was the um, second wide receiver, I should say, then Justin Jefferson with 35.6, leading tight end was Josh Kittle with 39.6, and then in the flex, Jesse had Dallas Goddard, another tight end with 28.5. Highest defense was Indy with 16, and then the best kicker of the week was Gay with 15. That's 255.4 points, Josh. That's a lot of fucking points. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Josh. Well, you, uh, I know that was a lot of talk in there with the lows and highs, but you actually homebrewed this side bet. It's not very exciting, but I don't know if you wanted to say anything special about it. I figured I'd let you talk about it since you made it up. Did I? I mean, yeah, just because all the side bets you looked up were for 13 weeks, and then obviously you called this one a Rogers Family Christmas. No one else was going to call it a Rogers Family Christmas. Oh, I think I just did because it was so close to Christmas, and it was our last side bet. But it's not our last side bet? Or is it it our last side bet? Yeah, it is. Okay, so yeah, it's our Rogers Family Christmas. So, you know, we'll all hate each other moving into it because we all hate each other, just like the Rogers Family. Even though he had his own show, Mr. Rogers, can't believe it. That was a great show out in, uh, was it Pittsburgh or Philly? I forget. It was definitely in Pennsylvania. I think it was Pittsburgh. Uh, but anyways, yeah. yeah so the last side bet will go to the team with the biggest margin of victory. So Jesse, it's not impossible. DK Racing, he's he's been doing pretty good this year. I think he's the fourth seed right now. So if Jesse wins the last side bet, Josh, I someone else can be commissioner next year because this is bullshit. Um, you know, yeah. I think I got a chance. <laughs> yeah, Josh, with your twelve hundred points for. Um, anyways, we don't really need to do. We or we can wrap in our blowout and our nail biter predictions, kind of into these playoff scenarios, Josh. So I, you can see I typed them out. I'm sure you could also just pull up the standings in front of you, but you know it would be crazy for us to not talk about these uh, playoff scenarios because the playoffs start after this week. So you know the games uh, this week will have implications on seeding and this and that. Um, so I don't know how much you want to talk, how much you want me to talk, but um, yeah, what are, what are the playoff scenarios, Josh? What's what's happening for? um well jeremy's a lock in first we all know 13 and 0 but then nikita is um not necessarily a lock um but unless she wins if she beats hammer she's a lock um but then if she loses she's still in second if um as long as she doesn't get outscored by brian by 50 uh brian is pretty much lock with the win over me not gonna happen well so, um, so to be Jesse, clear when you're saying you're saying lock you're saying like into these positions because i had listed yeah. uh, instead of going over each individual <laughs> player's what the fuck was that? Was that Gunshot? real? Yes. Yeah. Ow. I hurt. Um, <laughs> Did you launch your brains across the room? What was the velocity on that thing? I need a radar gun, dude. I don't know. But yeah, so anyways, um, yeah, Josh. I'm talking about Brian is pretty much locked into the third seed with a win over me. Um, Jesse's way too far away with points four, but it's not impossible. Um, Jesse is a lock in the fourth seed if he beats Derek or outscores a winning Gar by 54. Fifth is up in the air between Brad and Gar. Um, they can lock the fifth seed with a win. Uh, Gar has 14 points for over Brad. And Eric is also possible to get the fourth seed with a win. 
Agar and Brad loss, and the points for lead maintained. Number six seed up in the air. See above. Eric is also possible with a win and Brad or Gar loss. Seventh is Eric's to lose. If Eric loses to Jeremy and Jamie wins over Brad, Jamie is in. Well, hang on. How dare you? <laughs> How diddly dog dare you? What's wrong, Josh? Well, you know, I could still make it. Could you? Well, please explain to everyone the scenario for you making it to the playoffs. All right. So, Eric and Jamie both lose, which is possible. Don't say it's not because I looked. Okay. Okay. Hang on. I got to pull up the, the matchups. So, Eric and Jamie both lose. Okay. Garrett loses to you. <laughs> I like this. And T loses to Willie. Okay. Okay, so if all that happens, which it will, we all know it will. Okay. It's like 99% certainty. And then I beat Brian and outscore um, Eric and Jamie by 300. <laughs> I'm in the playoffs. Just that so easy, don't, huh? Don't sit there and not add my name to this list. If my team, which currently consists of six players on a bye and three that are hurt, if my team puts up 300 and something points more than Eric or Jamie, I'm in the seventh seed. No, we are not eliminated. I am very calm. Uh, your team, and we are going to methodically well, come back and win this thing. Uh, that was a live uh, live shot of Josh Griller today as he was writing down all the different scenarios. Uh, so yeah, I did write down what, what triggered Josh is in the notes. I wrote down summary. The seven teams uh, for the playoffs in our league are pretty much set. We have 14 teams total. Seven teams make the playoffs. I think it's fair to have the top half of the league make it. So we made it an odd number and the number one seed gets the bye. Um, it's possible Jamie steals Eric's playoff berth. Um, if Jamie wins and Eric loses, like we said, but otherwise it's pretty much the, you know, it goes Jeremy, uh, Nikita, Brian, Jesse, me, Brad, Eric. Those are pretty much going to be the seven playoff teams unless Eric loses his spot to Jamie. The seeding can get a little fucky like we talked about, especially me, Brad, and Eric. That could get really interesting depending on the outcomes, and we won't sit here and go through every scenario because that is a bad podcast. But I will go ahead and pull up the projected playoff bracket from ESPN just because that's how things are seeded right now, and it's definitely possible that things stay seated the way they are right now so jeremy would get the buy of course because he's 13 now he's had like a buy for the past three weeks already so jeremy gets one more buy before he has to do play another meaningful game i would play jesse if things stay the same that's the fourth and the fifth seed playing each other bradley and brian would play each other i think they love playing each other in all these fantasy leagues so it would be the canup bowl there um only made the best man win and then Eric would play Nikita. Gojo Burrow would play Team Mitchell, the seventh seed, playing the second seed. So that is definitely a possibility for how things will turn out next week. We'll have to wait and see. But um, I don't want to play Jesse, and I don't want to play any of the other playoff teams. I Somehow, even though I'm going to be one of the higher seeds potentially, I feel like I have the worst team just with, uh, you know, unless Dalvin can come back, you know after this week and uh, Debo is back healthy and I did pick up Derrick Henry and I picked up Antonio Brown if I could make a deeper push but I don't like my chances Josh I'm gonna need a lot of miracle performance I think for myself it looks like I'd be playing Jeremy if I beat Jesse yeah yeah and you're over here saying one of your higher seeds and you're sitting here five out of seven so math is hard right (laughs) Uh, it's higher than your seed Josh what's your seed exactly 
Well, you know, in the fans' hearts, I'm number one. So I'm just going to go with that seating. Well, there you go, Josh. Uh, so that's how things are going. Uh, Jesse said, if he plays me next week, it'd be an easy win. Go fuck yourself, Jesse. I was kind of disappointed in these uh, in these matchups. I was hoping that there would be some, like, uh, like Eric and Jamie would be playing each other, for example, because if they were playing each other, then, you know, whoever wins is in the playoffs. That would have been cool. But I think next year, one of the rule changes I'll propose is for week 14, we'll do it how BSB League does it. And that's, you know, there's 13 weeks. So in our league, that would be everyone plays each other once. And then the 14th week will be a quote-unquote arrivals week. And then we can either draw names or vote on who should be whose rivals or whatever but you know that's uh that's how we could decide the week 14 matchups maybe to make it a little more spicy maybe not who knows but uh yeah that's we could also do the uh two games a week head to head and points against the median could do that uh yeah we can uh talk about vote changes there'll be a survey at the end of the year like there always is so i know no one likes filling it out and no one likes to give honest feedback and that's why you know i just have to make calls a lot but uh yeah don't forget that in your survey folks uh but josh we're gonna have to honor some dead people here um so who has well i guess has anyone technically been eliminated from the playoffs because you said we weren't gonna you know play the hunger Games song and shoot the cannon until people were technically eliminated um espn josh if you want to go off espn it says that garrett has a zero percent chance it says t has zero percent chance and espn says that you have a zero percent chance of making the playoffs so are we doing the hunger games bit or not well you know last time we tried to trust espn there was a change in percentages so we can't trust espn okay well i guess then there's no new eliminated teams this week last week uh hammer Derek, and willie were all eliminated so i guess there'll be no hunger games bit this week so we can keep her moving josh since you don't want to play along since you want to i know i get it i was in the exact same position you were last year so i refused to eliminate myself uh but yeah that was the hidden oaks highlights congrats jeremy for being 13 and 0 Definitely, you could finish the regular season 14-0, or you could try and manipulate the um, whoever wins the playoffs, because I think Jeremy plays either Jamie or Eric. I'm going to go look now. Yeah, J- or Jeremy plays Eric, so Jeremy could essentially hand the last playoff spot to Eric, or he could try and get Jamie in. I mean, if Eric loses, he could still, you know, if Jamie loses, then it doesn't matter, but Jeremy, you do have a little bit of power in your hand. Should you care to wield it? We certainly have no rules against, you know, that, I don't think, so, uh, yeah let's move her josh we got the medical minute what what should what should jamie be talking about this week huh what should we hear what should we hear from the doc i want her to discuss the question that plagued every single gnc employee employee worldwide from the years 2010 to 2017 is dr oz a super genius that's a good question, Josh. And uh, Jamie will not actually be discussing Dr. Oz because now it's fun for me for Josh to guess what it is. But Jamie will be talking about vitamins. Eric had talked about them in the chat, and then I had kind of followed up. So let's hear uh, Dr. Jamie Hammer talk about vitamins. Are we talking like hey guys, Pat McAfee vitamins? Hey, guys, Dr. here to talk about vitamins. Eric's in the Discord is asking the tough medical questions. Why are B vitamins numbered? Are vitamins hooey? Was the follow-up question from Garlic. I never said Let hooey. me address all these things. First off, vitamins are micronutrients that you have to get supplemented in your diet because the human body doesn't make them but needs them in order to function. Things like vitamin A are really helpful for improving somebody's vision, most specifically differentiating light from dark, helpful for night vision. And things like vitamin K are helpful in the bleeding and clotting cascade and making sure that you don't bleed out. Um, The B vitamins are really interesting. They were originally discovered and thought to be one thing, vitamin B, but then over time were classified into 12 different subcategories. And then subsequently people realized that not everything we classified as a B vitamin was actually a B vitamin, so I had to revoke some. 
Um, vitamin B and the various numbers of vitamin B have lots of different functions, be it nerve signaling and thought processing, but also in hair and nail growth and maintaining the right size of red blood cell. So every B vitamin has a slightly different function and also a slightly different dietary source. Um, that is the reason why there are so many different B vitamins and also why we have vitamins of varying letters as well because everything has a different function. Let's talk about supplementation. In general, the medical community suggests that if you're eating a nice varied diet, for example, um, meat eaters who are eating vegetables and consuming leafy green vegetables and drinking um, calcium-containing products, um, dairy products that have vitamin D in them, you don't technically need to supplement. We don't fight this battle very often because if you take them in recommended quantities, it's unlikely that you're going to experience any toxicity. Toxicities are pretty hard to come by, but do come in people who are like taking ridiculous amounts of vitamin C um, airborne products for when they're cold or having colds and uh, people who are supplementing so much calcium that it ends up giving them kidney stones. But if you're taking things in recommended amounts, it's okay, but probably not necessary if you're eating a good diet. Things I do suggest supplementing um, for light-skinned people Whoa. in the Northland who don't have a lot of sun exposure is vitamin D. I suggest 600 international units daily. The reason is vitamin D is really important for your bone health and also to help you process calcium appropriately. Um, as white people in the Northland, it is very difficult to produce the amount and have your kidney and liver produce the amount of vitamin D you need sufficiently. And so it's a great idea to supplement this. And I also suggest higher amounts of supplementation in my little old ladies with um, osteoporosis and weak bones. There are a lot of different functions of vitamins. If you're eating a nice healthy diet, no need to supplement. But there are a couple of situations where those recommendations change. Everything in moderation, guys. I really appreciate you reaching out in the Discord. Please let me know if you have any additional questions and let me know what next week's topic should be. Well, there you go, Josh. She talks about why the bees are 6 and 12 and, you know, why the hell is there only two bees but at 6 and 12. She talks about supplementation. She talked about, uh, you know, white people needing the vitamin D, if you know what I mean. But uh, you actually also have a very, uh, probably have a good perspective on this. You, you know, obviously we talked a lot about how you've taken, you know, took some medical classes, but also you worked at a GNC for ages. I don't, well, I guess I don't, I don't know. I should say you worked. You showed up to a GNC, and they sent you paychecks for a long period of time. So uh, I guess what do you think about what Jamie was saying, or what do you think about supplementation? Obviously, you know, I'm sure you get a lot of characters in the GNC. You get the hippies who are looking for the detoxes and the charcoals and all the bullshit. You got the meatheads who want every testosterone and every um, protein. You got the little old ladies like Jamie was talking about, maybe some other, you know, caricatures of customers. But as someone who worked at GNC, hawking supplements and uh, uh, for a long time and vitamins, what do you think about all that? Yeah, well, you know, it was said many a times that I could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in a white dress. And so, therefore, I was slinging vitamins left and right um, in the D-Town for GNC. But um, <clears throat> the, I, I do think that, you know, with the proper diet, you're getting everything you need. Um, I always giggled when people would say, yeah, I know this multivitamin works really well because I pee neon green. And it's just like, well, you know, it's... Not you know it's leaving your body, so those are the vitamins essentially leaving your body, meaning you have an excess, and yeah, so your kidneys didn't process it fast enough, or yeah, you know, no big deal. Yeah, buy some more, buy some more. Um, and so it's always fun. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different B vitamins. There are a few that are good for hair, skin, and nails. Um, folic acid is another B vitamin that's recommended for pregnancy. Um, and so 
Um, that's another one that Jamie didn't mention, but biotin is the one for hair, skin, and nails um, and that sort of thing. Um, vitamin C. Um, I, I had a teacher when I worked at GNC who hated supplements. And his one of the jokes that I still get a kick out of is, uh, if you get a cold, you can you know you can sit around, get rest, and you can get better in seven days. Or you could go to GNC, buy vitamin C, and get better in a week. And and <laughs> That's it only took one kids week, for, Josh. Right, I know, I know. One week of, as compared to seven days, kids. It took kids a while to understand that, and I got a I got a really big chuckle out of that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that there's any need to supplement anything extra. Yeah. The vitamin D is necessary. Um, especially for us light skinned folk up here in the Northland. Um, but even that can, you know, your doctor would prescribe that if it's drastic levels. Um, so yeah. I guess my final question for you, Josh, would be, so you worked there for a long time. You pretty much know which products were bullshit and which weren't. Obviously, you were more so concerned about sales numbers than the general health of your local Duluth or Blaine or Roseville area, wherever you were working. Now you worked at a couple different stores. But um, do you take any supplements yourself still, or do you ever look back and go, man, I mean, I wasn't killing myself, but I should not have been putting that in my body like that. As someone who used to work out a lot, I'm sure you were taking this and that. So anything you regret taken uh, necessarily? Or do you still take anything today? I mean, I tell say I still take pre-workout and like amino acids because um, honestly, the aminos are if you find the right brand, you could buy them for cheaper than uh, your typical like f- water flavors, and that's really all I use it for. Um, so per scoop, it comes out to be cheaper. Um, and then, um, but yeah, the pre-workouts, anything with caffeine, I still take um, because you know heart condition need the caffeine to keep it pumping or so i tell the doctor right um and so um those are the two big ones that i take back in the day i I dabbled with a lot of different things protein probably you know whatever um got enough of it when i was eating but um took a few test boosts to some things that may or may not be classified as illegal steroids um in a pill form never with a needle um and so those things eh, probably could have lived without uh, considering I like to look and say, hey, you and me, we're both 30. Why are you trying so hard in the gym? Are you going pro? And it's just, you know, kind of like, just do what you need to do. There's no need to spend three hours in the gym just to flex in the mirror at home. <laughs> Who? Are, how dare you, Josh? How dare you? Um, I understand everybody has their own thing, so they can do what they want. But, um, yeah, not much that I, you know, regret taking. Um a lot of stuff that you know i tried just to try sure i'm gonna be a petri dish of just experiments when i'm dead i'm sure <laughs> aren't we all josh aren't we all uh but okay that's interesting i know i when uh when eric's asked about it and then jamie you know she told me she was doing this one and then uh obviously i know you worked at gnc for a long time i thought it'd be interesting interesting insight from a couple different sides there jamie an actual medical doctor and josh a guy who just sold stuff pretending that he knew medical stuff so uh thank you as always dr jamie hammer if you want to there's a couple more topics uh left or a couple more weeks left for topics so put them in the put them in the discord she could respond very promptly if she likes your topic like she did with eric so we'll move into the fave farv though josh we uh we're a little bit behind where we'd want to be but i think the fans knew this would be a longer a longer pod so we only actually have one fan submission um for the fave farv this week and the fave farv topic this week is candy uh and only al called in so we'll go ahead and we'll hear what al has to say and i'm not on the right page because i'm a fucking idiot uh but here we go let's hear al's fave farv candy What's up, guys? Al here with the Fave Farve. Let's get it. Uh, number four, we'll go with 
Starburst, number three, Kit Kats, number two, um, Air, Airheads, Airheads, and number one, finally, number one, is Garlic's Candy Ass, when he takes a left on Know Your Roll Boulevard, hangs a right on Jabroni Drive, and checks himself into the Smackdown Hotel, if you smell! That's honestly oh. hilarious. That's oh, that's that's pretty good. That's a good call in. I'm I'm glad on a week where we only have one call in. That's the call in. Al, you just carried this entire segment with that. I appreciate you. And I guarantee that's why Al was the first person listening today. And that's why Al's been here this whole time. He's like, I got a fucking. Oh, he's like, he knew he had a good voicemail. That was good, Al. I like that. Uh, obviously, Kit Kats and Starburst uh, are good as well. Disappointed the uh, lemon drops didn't make your list, Al, or lemon heads, whatever they are. But. Um, yeah, shout out to Al for being the only Fave Favre caller in this week, but that was Al's Fave Favre candy. Number one, Josh, I, uh, my candy ass was his number one. So I don't think you've ever been anyone's number one Fave Favre. Think about that. Uh, but, <laughs> what were you thinking about uh, this week when you were coming up with your candy list, Josh? Well, I had a few different things. I actually bounced some ideas off Nikita because I was like, you know, I like candy. Who doesn't like candy? But right. maybe we should talk about candy that people should just never have, like candy that should not have been created. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe I should just candies that have a specific story behind them for me. Cause I got to thinking, I have a lot of stories that start with, yeah. So I, I ate so much of a specific candy that this happened. So I was like, huh, but it was not, it's not me personally. And so then I ended up just going with, what are the things that I buy okay. or I would, you know, grab. Sure. So I went with, I went with all this different variety. And so since we have the time, I might just do like a three separate lists just rapid fire you know josh you live your dream i will say though we cannot we, what we always do is when we're running ahead we just blow it up the show to an hour still and we could get out of here a little bit early if we wanted to but uh with your potential three lists do you want the walk-off shot then because it sounds like you put a lot more work into the candy list than i would have expected so i think i'm actually not even going to give you the option i'm just going to give you the walk-off shot and you can describe as many candies as you want but i'll start then since i'm giving you the walk-off shot and i'll go with my honorable mentions uh this is going to be on Josh's list somewhere. I don't know if it's in the Faye Farve or not, but if he did honorable mention it, Josh is a liar. The Andes mints absolutely slap when you get them after a, a nice big fat Olive Garden meal or you buy them for yourself at the store. Delicious, but they always taste better from Olive Garden for some reason. Cookie dough bites. That's one of my uh, two go-to candies anytime I go to a movie. The hot tamales. I love those. Reese's peanut uh, uh, Reese's cups. Peanut butter M or peanut M and M's. Jesus. Butterfingers. Twix. Skittles. Starburst. Airheads. I mean, there's there's a million great candies. I love sugar. That's why I'm so obese. Uh, the, you know, the sugar lobby did it to me, not myself. I was forced to eat all these things. But um, those are all my honorable mentions, and I'm sure I could list like 50 more because I've eaten probably every candy there is. I think I had just a payday today. Uh, my dad had some leftover. All Halloween candy for me, but my number four, Josh, and my fave Favre candy is going to be Sour Patch Kids. Might be an upset to some people that it's not higher on my list, but every single time I go to a movie, I'm buying me a Sour Patch Kids. It's usually a Sour Patch Kids and Cookie Dough Bites and uh, a large popcorn. Again, I'm obese on purpose. I intentionally choose to be obese every day, but uh, yeah, I love Sour Patch Kids. I don't really buy them outside of the movies. That's why they couldn't be higher on my list, but literally, or I should say almost literally every movie I go to, Sour Patch Kids is one of the things that I'm you know sneaking into my pocket. So my number four candy, number five candy, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I got some honorable mentions as well. I've got Mike and Ike's Laffy Taffy, Hershey's Cookies and Cream, and Reese's. Um, just some of the ones that, some of them were mentioned, some of them weren't. Um, but, uh, 
like Gar, I am a big connoisseur of candy. Um, I like dark chocolate as well as milk chocolate. I don't mind white chocolate. As, so my my I'm non-discriminatory in my candy tasting, um, as it seems. Um, but my number five is Sour Patch Kids. Um, just another all-around great snack. Love them. Um, and so it's my number five. There's going to be a story tied to it. Not why it's my number five, but if I were doing a Fave Favre story on candies, Ben Williams used to tell me, I love Sour Patch Kids, but I remember one time I ate a three-pound bag in one sitting and couldn't taste for a week. Oh, Jesus. Why so apparently he burnt the taste buds off. He just couldn't. I mean, you know, once you pop, you can't stop. That's what you're saying. <laughs> just, that was in my mind for sure, Josh. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was one, that's one of my Fave Favre stories, not necessarily in any order. So moving on, what is your number three? My number Trey might upset some people that this isn't higher on my list because I think maybe not amongst you people, but amongst other people, I'm known for this candy, especially my mom. My number Trey is Bunch of Crunch. Bunch of Crunch is one of the most underrated candies in existence somehow. Um, I don't know why people sleep on it, but Bunch of Crunch is amazing. It's chocolatey. It's goodness. There's, uh, I, I don't know if it's uh, little rice candies or just little air pockets in there. I forget off the top of my head, but Bunch of Crunch, absolutely legendary candy. So that's my number three, Bunch of Crunch. Uh, fun story on those. Um, not necessarily a reason why. Not not to make. Well, hang on. I'll I'll get into that. Uh, my number three is M and M's. I don't really care what kind of M and M's as long as it is a chocolate form, mint form, peanut form, almond form, crunch form, or M and M form because they are delicious. You know, you don't feel so. You feel like a giant when you grab them because you can grab like twenty at a time, yeah. and then you can eat them and you feel like, oh, they're so small, I can have five hundred of them at once. And so, you know, they're the great snack. Um, but going back to Bunch of Crunch, uh, Fave Favre story on Gar's Bunch of Crunch, um, maybe a non-Fave Favre for Joshy, but when I was a wee lad, and we're going to take you all the way back to that pre-fifth grade, because I know my parents were still together. Back when you were um, squash. Back when I was squash. Um, had Bunch of Crunches at the movie, you know, they're a great snack. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're a little kid, and you, you think it's cool because they're little, so you throw them in the air and you try and catch them, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the old Blaine house had kind of a, I don't know, a lighter brown basement carpet and you know throwing a light or a dark brown candy in the air to catch it one bounce off my lip rolls a lot around so i go and i'm like oh five second rule go pick it up get it about i don't know six inches from my mouth that bitch started unfold and crawl on my hand you want to know what i picked up i picked up a damn spider is that where your fear of spiders comes from, Josh? Is that your spider it actually fear is. Or that is <laughs> that is where my origin story is for be, me being spider fair or afraid spider man bunch of crunch wow that's interesting okay well yeah there's so there's my there's my story <laughs> okay well we all know we all understand why josh hates spiders now uh i can't top that but uh my, my number two fave farm candy is specifically the sour mike and eggs mike and eggs themselves are legendary sour candy is good i do like sour candy you can't eat too much of it like if i sat there and ate a whole box of sour mike and eggs just kind of rapid fire i'm sure I, my tummy wouldn't, wouldn't like myself afterwards but they still taste great when you eat them you can't eat them in large quantities so I couldn't make it my number one. Not that you should eat candy in large quantities. I'm sure Dr. Jamie Hammer would have something to say about that. But she's watched me be obese my whole life, and she has not stepped in once to stop me. So who's a real doctor? Who's a real friend? Didn't she take an oath to... Revoke that medical license. Yeah. Didn't she take an oath to protect human life or something? So yeah, Sour Mike and X, absolutely legendary. I love them. It's one of my one of my go-to candies that I buy all the time, not just going to the movies. So Sour Mike and X, my number two. Josh, you're number two. My number two... 
one that, uh, you know, you better not lay a finger on it. It's my Butterfinger. Gar knows. I'm a big Butterfinger guy. Oh, yeah. Love them. Butterfinger Blizzard. Um, Butterfinger Bites. Those are uh, amaze balls because, you know, you can eat an entire bag and then close it for later. And then you open it and you sniff it because it gets you high because it's so good. Um, so Butterfinger Bites are amazing. Um, Butterfingers in general, Butterfinger Blizzards. Yeah, I just love them. They had commercials with Bart Simpson in the day. So um, nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Um my next candy story is actually going to be a pause because I only had three that came to mind and I don't <laughs> want to wait. Or I, I'm going to save this last one. Okay. Well, we gave you the walk-off shot on purpose, Josh. So it better be a legendary story. Also, Butterfingers, shout out to the movie Employee of the Month. I was thinking about that when you were talking. I don't know. I know Jesse knows what I'm talking about. Jesse's seen Employee of the Month plenty of times. But when that one goofy guy, I forget the actor's name off the top of my head, but he's trying to get some information from like the HR lady, essentially. He goes, he steals a couple Butterfingers, breaks them in half, and then that's how he does it. So legendary movie, mo- movie moments with Dane Cook and Employee of the Month. But uh, yeah, my number one candy, Josh. I love them. I almost debated with myself not having a chocolate candy number one just because chocolate when it's real hot is not always the best it gets melty this and that but the candy is so good it surpasses um you know the potential downside of chocolate sometimes my number one's kit kat josh it's very simple candy not too much to it milk chocolate wafer delicious uh but i've loved kit kats my entire life and i will always love kit kats and again i am intentionally obese okay don't question me i eat a lot of kit kats that's my number one. Short are you are you one of those plebes that breaks it? Uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not, Josh. How dare you? You eat them. Well, I guess, what do you mean by break it? You know, break me off a piece of your Kit Kat bar. Do you snap it and then eat one piece at a time? Or are oh, you, yeah. Are so, you like a true American? And you no, I do not sit there and bite into it like a fucking set. No, absolutely not. You belong in jail. If that's what you do with your Kit Kat. Well, I mean, I like to go out and assert my dominance to the general public and open up a Kit Kat bar in front of like a group of people. And then just bite into it. All right, that's great, like, Josh. You have like three minutes. Go with your number one in your story. Go. All right, number one. My number one candy is Twizzlers Nibs Cherry. I don't know why. I just, I love them. I love Twizzlers. I love the Twizzlers Nibs. They're little bite-sized Twizzlers. They're cherry. Every single car trip, no matter what time of day it starts for me, has a bag of those Twizzler Nibs. Um, it's, it's, they're delicious. They're bite-sized and they're amazing. Now, my number one story, the, the Bunch of Crunch was supposed to be my number one, but Gar had it in his Faith Farf. So um, it, it's, this isn't the best story, but it is one that's memorable. Um, a lot of people here like Airheads, Laffy Taffy. Um, and, you know, football season um, rolls around that kind of that pre-Halloween. So you always have that Halloween candy temptation. And when you're at Blaine High School, you had the Decaden, which had candy as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and and I remember specific practice in 10th grade. Luke Kennedy comes out and he's like, I don't necessarily feel so good. I, I, you know, one of those, like, his his mom had bought the uh, variety pack of Laffy Taffies. And he ate the entire bag the night before. Jesus. And, um, and so we're out in the practice field and we're playing football. And the next thing I know, because... Um, he was a middle linebacker and I was outside. So the next thing I know, when we've broken up into separate groups, I see him just hauling ass to the porta potty on the side of Blaine football's practice field. 20 minutes later, he comes out pale as a ghost, walks over to me, looks me in the eye and goes, I just shit a rainbow Laffy Taffy. <laughs> the, the Kennedy. And, and, oh God. And, yep. Yep, and he's like, it was the same exact consistency of a Laffy Taffy going in as it was coming out. 
God, coming out as it was going in. Right. So yeah, that that wasn't going to be my number one story. The bunch of crunch one was, good. but yeah. So yeah, and the number one candy that should never ever be considered candy, despite it being in the name, is candy corn. You are a fan <laughs> of candy corn. You are an absolute disgrace to humanity. Your man slash woman slash it card, he she they them card revoked. Burn it. Jump into a fire. You probably won't burn because you're some sort of demon for liking that candy. And just, I just remember my mom always coming home with a bag of that stupid ass candy corn, and I'd have to just throw <laughs> pieces of it away just to get rid of it. Dude, I like candy corn. I don't like. I don't go out of my way to buy it. But if there's a dish of candy corn sitting there at some sort of gathering, I'll take a handful, dude. There's nothing wrong with yeah, candy corn. I'll Ron Swanson and I'll pick it up and go, <laughs> and then find a trash. More, please. Please, another. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, that was our fave farm. We, we, uh, we'll get out of here on time for sure. Uh, so shout out to Al again for being the only candy Colin. Josh and I had some pretty good candy lists as well. Um, I am candy ass. I was the number one uh, candy this week. The teaser for next week. We're usually rushed at the end. We've got a little bit of time. The teaser for next week. We're going back to sports finally. The fave farm is uh, going to be a sports topic. It's sports TV shows. So this can be more of a newscast show. It can be a spoof. It can be whatever. You know, the, we always leave them more vague, open to interpretation. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, Sports Center or whatever. It could be, you know, however you interpret sports TV shows. Uh, that's the Faye Favre topic for next week. So finally getting back to our sports roots. This is the football fix after all. Don't forget to leave us your voicemails to get in that raffle, to get a sweet little pennant, a, a hat, maybe a t-shirt. Uh, I have, you know, I usually accept Carmel Bear's art as is. For the first time ever, I kind of, he sent me a t-shirt. I was like, try again. So I don't know if he actually will try again or not, but uh, <laughs> since uh, he's a man with a, a baby at home as well. But we'll see. Hopefully the t-shirt comes out great. <laughs> well, Josh, that would be better. Flames are fucking sweet, dude. Uh, but yeah, this is the outro. We're not super rushing it, but uh, you know, we t- we're going to title this episode It's Nice Snow and Gar because I took off the next two days to play the Halo Infinite campaign, and then I'll be in Mexico. And Brian seems to think I won't be coming back from Mexico for some reason, so... Uh, I'll be, you know, no one will hear from me for two days while I'm beating uh, the Halo campaign, and then uh, I'll be in Mexico for a week. So hopefully next uh, po- next week's podcast goes off without a hitch because I was able to do it um, fine remotely, but I have no idea what the internet connection will be. So it is technically possible we'll have to cancel next week's podcast because I don't think Josh, Josh would do it solo or someone else would uh, step in last second. But Definitely not, and I would not ask anyone. All right, well, there you go. So it is possible we mix mix miss next week's show, but I've uh, done it remote before. So join our Discord, anchor.fm slash hoodpod to leave us those voicemails. Hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com is where you can leave us uh, an electronic mail if you want. And that's pretty much it, Josh. You got anything you want to say to the folks? Go pack us. Oh, I was convinced. Yeah. I won't even have to cut a single second, Josh. We're ending on time naturally. Wow. I know. So yeah, Mexico. Huh? Are you are you gonna are you gonna get get the Rona down there and then just get segued into two weeks of that and then move down there all together and become some sort of like uh, churro salesman on the side of the road? I mean, unless the Omicron's more lethal than uh, people are saying. I did get boosted two weeks ago. I got my COVID booster, so I'm as protected as I can be. Um. In my mind, so I don't know. We're saying that I'm doing all inclusive for the first time, so that'll be exciting. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how she goes. Maybe I'll come back even more obese somehow. Maybe. Well, all right. Have fun. I'll probably try that Halo campaign out tomorrow as well. My last day of freedom before work. It's nice knowing you, Josh. Bye.